The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Devo. Well, this game takes the cake for me as my favorite so far during the 2015 season. Leaping over the Sunday afternoon game against Oakland where there were all those on-the-field fireworks and the Big Royals come back. As Casey completely slaughters the quote-unquote best team money can buy. 12-1, to 1, your Kansas City Royals over the quote-unquote Bronx Bombers. 12 runs on 17 hits for KC, as it's Devo on your dish right here on Clubhouse Conversation. Repeating 12 runs on 17 hits for the boys in blue, compared to one run on five hits for the Yankees. And we'll preview the final two games of this series, and I promise I'm not going to be cocky the entire dish tonight. Just have to have a little bit of fun there, because it's always fun beating the Yankees, especially when you spank them. There's been plenty of years and plenty of games where the Royals are on the receiving end of one of these beatdowns from New York. So nice to put it to them tonight, and we'll break this one down. We'll preview the next couple, and we'll start with our player of the game. And who else would it be but Mike Moustakis, who goes four for five tonight, nearly getting the cycle. Three runs for Moose, an RBI, and as you know, in that seventh inning, he missed the cycle by about eight feet, give or take a foot, maybe seven, maybe nine about a third of the way up the left field wall there. Couldn't have been more than eight feet away from sneaking over the top of the left field fence there. Man, it was so close. First time since 1990 a Royal would have hit for the cycle since George Brett had Moose gotten that ball just a little higher. But who cares? What can you say about Moose? I mean, four for five? Are you kidding me with an RBI and three runs? And remember, Michael Pineda was the starter tonight. And Moose just continues to uh, pour it on with... A very impressive beginning of the 2015 season. And we're nearly at the 25% mark. By the end of this homestand, we'll be there. And so far, and granted, we're still not quite deep enough in the year where everything is 100% true. You're still at the point where some things could be mirages. But the reason Mike Moustakis is not a mirage is approach. If you watch these games every day, it's not like he's getting broken bat hits and pulling everything and finding holes and getting infield choppers. He's working the whole field, especially to the left of center field, the left side of that field, taking the ball the opposite way. He's just trusting his hands now, thinking away on those pitches away and trusting his hands to you know, stay on top of the ball and drive the ball when it's on the inner half of the plate. It's, like, it's just like he's rolling out of bed and hitting now. There's no thinking. It's just doing. And, man, it's fun to see. You know, Statistically, the best offensive and defensive third baseman in the American League, and it's not really close in either. And Moose is joined by every other starter in the Royals lineup getting on base at least one time tonight. Escobar, the only starter without a hit, but he did walk and score two runs. So every single Royals starter was on base tonight. And remember, this is all against Michael Pineda, who is coming off a start against Baltimore for the ages. A 16 strikeout performance, which was, I believe, the fourth time in Yankees history a pitcher had done that. First time since Ron Guidry that, you know, since what, the late 70s that the, that the Yankees could have had a guy go back-to-back outings with something like 24 strikeouts or more. But the Royals made sure that wouldn't happen early on. I mean... And it's not only that the Royals were just swinging early in this game. They they just they had a good approach. They weren't swinging at very many bad pitches tonight. And there weren't really any cheap hits against Pineda tonight, were there? Yeah, there was maybe two bouncing balls that got through. 
But how many balls were lucky? There was I don't believe there were any infield hits tonight. No bunt hits. Everything was stung tonight, pretty much, against Pineda. No cheap hits. Career high, 10 hits allowed for Pineda. Five runs, and like I said, only one strikeout to go along with the 10 hits and five and a third. You can't say enough about the Royals' offense tonight. You really can't. They put up crooked numbers in back-to-back innings. A six spot in the sixth inning, a four spot in the seventh. So it was a two-to-one game. And we're thinking, man, the Royals probably need one or two more at least to get through this. And it's going to be tough. we got Pineda, the Yankees' bullpen. You know, the back end of that's pretty solid. It's a good bullpen. It's going to be tough to get to three or four runs in this game. <laughs> Within 40 minutes, the Royals will put up 10. How much fun is this? I hope you're enjoying this. Don't take this for granted. That's why I don't want to get too cocky. That's why, you know, past the first 30 seconds, I'm not going to be sarcastic. Because the Royals could just as easily come back and drop the next two. I don't think they will. We're going to talk about that here in about three minutes. But first, let's finish up with the offense here. Let's go through the lineup here. Lorenzo Cain knocks in five. Career-high five RBIs. Three for four, two runs. Haas, two walks, a hit, two runs. Kendrys, three RBIs, just keeps knocking in runs. 29 now, two hits tonight. Gordo, two for five with a run on an RBI. Salvia hit. Infante, an RBI, and a big one that made the game three to one when he was down on the count with two strikes on him. There in that sixth inning, knocks in the third run, and you think, wow, what a huge run that's going to end up being. Turns out being a footnote in this game. But yeah, Omar continues his back to back good games. Three more hits today with an RBI. Paulo has hit some balls hard the last couple of days. I like seeing him finally get one to drop there with a run on an RBI and a hit. The Royals overall, seven extra base hits tonight, five doubles and two triples. You just can't say enough. The big question is did they save any for tomorrow? Do you believe in that, by the way? I'd love to hear from you. Do you believe in the quote-unquote saving some for tomorrow? Because it does seem like, and I i mean, i this is just what it seems like. I'm uh, No idea where you would even find this stat or who would do it or if it even exists. But I wonder if a team scores double digits, how often they come back and score three or less the next day. It seems like it's all the time, doesn't it? It seems like two out of three times at least that happens. Although I like the Royals to score again tomorrow against CC Sabathia. But again, real quick, let's finish up with the pitching tonight. we got to make sure we talk about Chris Young. Let's not forget about Chris Young. Let's not let his outing be lost in all the fireworks offensively tonight. Because he was awesome again. Five and two-thirds for Chris. Just one run on four hits. Couple of strikeouts, couple of walks. How about that play by Lorenzo Cain, by the way? Running down the ball for the second out in the sixth inning. That was the last hitter Chris Young would face. Another gold glove play. That That's a double in RBI, probably against every other team in baseball, but not with Lorenzo Cain out there. Chris Young, thanks to that and his great pitching, his ERA now sits at a minuscule 0.94. Chris Young has been awesome. I imagine we get at least two more starts out of him before we see Jason Vargas. I believe it's only one more until Vargas will be eligible for the next time after that, but they may give Young a couple more starts if we keep this up and perhaps give Vargas one game in a rehab. I don't know if they will or not. Maybe not. Vargas may not need that. It hasn't been that long since he's been gone. But, man, it's fun seeing Chris Young out there. Franklin Morales comes in and does a nice job out of the bullpen, too. Just that one hit, the very first hitter, the very first pitch he threw tonight. Otherwise, two and a thirds innings of scoreless relief on one hit. And Aaron Brooks, how about that? One, two, three, ninth inning with a K. Just a perfect night of baseball. The offense explodes against one of the premier pitchers in the American League coming off one of the best outings we'll see in 2015 in all of the MLB. Royals explode against him batter around the Yankees' bullpen, get four deep in the bullpen, make some great plays, such as the Kane play. The pitching was great. 
And even good old Aaron Brooks got in, a kid I like a lot, that got in and threw a one, two, three, ninth. Nice to see Aaron redeem himself. And again, footnote, who cares, right? I do. You do, because we're listening. If you're eight minutes into this dish, you care. So, uh, Pat, in the back to you. Now, coming into this series, the Royals needed two out of three, and you wanted to see five and three in this homestand. Realistically, you win two out of three from the Yankees and Cardinals and split with the Reds. Five and three would be a great homestand against a quality of opponent. Two first-place teams and a third-place team. Now, five and three would be a great homestand. Four and four would be okay. Six and two would be a dream. Wow. And I, I I don't want to call for a sweep, but I almost feel like a sweep's coming, guys. At least one of the next two. I like both matchups. Tomorrow, I mean, the Royals see two lefties in the next two days. So tomorrow it's CC Sabathia against Danny Duffy. And Sabathia, if you're like me, you have horrible memories of him. You've been watching him dominate the Royals for years. In fact, lifetime against the Royals. He's 18 and 11 with the 3-2-5. That's like almost a Cy Young season he's had just against the Royals throughout his career. 18 and 11 with the 3-2-5. But this CC is not quite the same. CC's 34. He only threw in eight games last year. Didn't see the Royals last year. CC a 5-2-0 this year. Royals haven't seen him since 2013. CC coming off a game against Tampa, his first win in over a year, allowed three earned runs in seven innings with six hits. He did strike out nine. I don't know. Just just a feeling the Royals are going to hit him pretty good tomorrow. I'm feeling four runs tomorrow off CC. And I'm going to go out on a limb with Danny Duffy tomorrow. Maybe I'm drinking Kool-Aid too much. Maybe I believe in the quote-unquote mean. Maybe I believe in the quote-unquote being due too much. But I just feel like Danny Duffy is both of those two things. Due and coming back to the mean. Not near as bad as he's been. Assuming he's healthy physically, there, I just don't see how he could possibly have a third straight miserable start. I just don't see it coming. Danny Duffy, his last outing against the Yankees, of course, is one that we'd all like to forget. Through just one pitch. That was the day that Liam Hendricks had to come in after one pitch in that game. With left shoulder stiffness, that was essentially the beginning of the end for Danny Duffy's 2014 season. Just one pitch against the Yankees last September. To be exact, it was a sixth. Earlier last year, he faced him at the K, June 7th. Five and two-thirds, a very Danny Duffy start. Three runs, three walks, four Ks, five hits. Duffy coming up. Six earned runs and six walks against Texas, just three and two-thirds, just four and two-thirds combined. His last two starts against Cleveland and Texas. Just just like tomorrow. Just like it. You might say, well, isn't CC a dude to come back down to the mean? Maybe, but I think CeCe's a north of four ERA pitcher this year at this point of his career, and he had a pretty nice start his last start also. So I wouldn't say CeCe's quote-unquote do as much as Duffy. I like the Royals tomorrow. Chris Capuano making his season debut against the Royals on Sunday with Edinson Volquez. First ever appearance for Capuano against the Royals. I've never seen him. Volquez 2-3 with a 3-1-9. Hasn't seen too much of the Yankees. Has a 4-7-3 in 13 innings against them. And, of course, he was so-so in his last start against Texas. Four runs in five innings. You got to like Volquez again. Last two starts. Walked the ballpark two starts ago. Last start wasn't really that good. Again, assuming he's healthy with the blister, don't you feel like he has to come back and pitch a little bit better than he has the last couple? Who knows with Capiano, his first start of the year, those can be tricky. He could easily come in and shut down the Royals, or they could score six off of him. I just feel like the Royals have the edge both games, just because of the pitching. I like their matchups in both games. 
The bullpen's 100% rested thanks to Morales and Brooks. At least the frontline guys are. You've got all Herrera, Davis, Holland, Frazier, and Hoach available basically the next two days because you've got an off day on Monday. So your bullpen's in great shape. I like it, guys. We'll talk to you again here on Clubhouse Conversation, hopefully after some O'Royals wins this weekend. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend, and we'll talk to you soon. Go Royals and enjoy this, seriously. We've been waiting for years for this. Sit back and just soak this in.